Okay, so we're going to finish the students about uh, the Bach when he tells us uh, the Chashivas of Limud HaTerah and why HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes that a mitzvah different to other mitzvahs. Not just that it's uh, something we have to do in order to learn the other mitzvahs, but the value of Torah which provides something which other mitzvahs ne- don't necessarily do the same. The first thing we saw is that it connects a person Kiilu. He said that uh, the Famaya Shemaro is connected to Famaya Shemaro by the Malachim. Uh, the second point we saw last time is that it makes the person either the Mishkan which can hold the Shekhinah. Because where the, the Hashem's Skud of the Torah is Hashem's treasure. And wherever the Torah is is where HaKadosh Baruch is. And therefore when we hold the Torah, literally, by learning Torah, by learning Torah, so then the Torah is in us. So then we become the Aaron HaKadosh in which the Shekhinah rests. That's what we spoke about last time. And the last point we're going to talk about today, and maybe it's which is on the highest level, maybe the hardest to explain, is that the, the Bach begins by saying that the point of learning Torah is that, that we, that way we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Baruch we connect to Hashem. Not just that we become a place on which the Shekhinah can rest, but there's a higher level that we connect to Hashem. And uh, why it's hard to explain is because it's a background we have to understand first. And that is really the question which Chazal asks in a number of places. And that is, how does a person connect to Hashem? Uh, Hashem isn't physical and Hashem isn't in a certain place. So it's not like you can be where Hashem is or you can connect Him physically by being close or more distant from Him in the sense of being physically uh, close or more distant because Hashem isn't physical. And if that's the case, how does a person connect to Hashem? And... We know that there's a wisdom when you learn the myths of Dvekus, there's a concept of connecting to Hashem by acting in a way which is similar to Hashem, which is in Mahu Afata. That's one level. But there's the Chor is something much more than that. And that is, when you explain then that connecting to Hashem by acting the same way just means the person can see things from Hashem's perspective. Because if he's acting the same way, he gets the same perspective. Like we explained when we spoke about Dvekus. But the, the high level of how a person connects to Hashem is is to Limur Atayra. Why? The higher level of how a person connects to Hashem is to Limur Atayra. Why is that? And here's the Yisrael explanation. And that is that the the Torah gives, develops in a person <coughs> the way HaKadosh Baruch looks at things. In other words, the Torah develops a perspective of what's, what's the way that HaKadosh Baruch uh, sees things what's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, like, then, uh, deals with things and the more a person learns Torah the more a person exposes himself and trains his mind to think the way Hashem thinks if you can say it in such a way if a Torah is Chachmus Hashem then the more that a person trains himself in learning Torah the more a person is connecting to the Chachmus of Hashem and that, that's the area in which a person can connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, it's a connection of understanding similarly. If I have a chavrusa and we see things very differently, the way we think is different, the way we understand is different, so we have lots of very enjoyable arguments, but we, we, we don't, we, we're not going to necessarily come to the same maskanas. Right? We, we don't see things the same way, we don't process things the same way, we don't understand the same way. If I learn with somebody that we have a very similar way of understanding, and we have a very similar way of, of, of analyzing things and, and a similar style of logic, so then we're going to agree on every, most points. We're going to think the same way. And uh, you see with uh, like anything else, that if you have a chavrus that you learn with them over a long enough period of time, 
and you start to develop a similar way of thinking where we, we get used to see things similarly and then someone like that you can sometimes predict what they're going to say in a certain case because I know the way they think and therefore because I understand the way they think they know what they're going to say it's not just a chavrusa then you can act it out in the maisa a mafarish that you learn a lot of a certain mafarish whoever it is whoever it is you can start to say what they're going to say because you've trained yourself to understand their mind so to speak uh, there's a famous story that uh, when there's, there's a famous story that when the Ktais finished the first Chalik of the Ktais uh, so he brought it to the Mishnah of Egra it was a, it was a bit of his rabbi but it was also the guy of the time for Askama so the Mishnah of Egra started flipping through the first few pages of the Ktais he read the first few Shaklach so then he said, ah, so he said, ah, so if it's a mishtama on this, you're going to ask like this, you're going to ask like that. A mishtama on this, then you're going to say like this, you're going to bring right from that, whatever it is. And he was right. He went through lots of other things of what the Ktai said. He wondered what the Ktai is going to say. The, 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 the story goes that the Ktai is going to take the Khalisha Sadas from it. So he asked him, he said, so actually you want to write Khalik Shani for me. But uh, this is one story. But uh, they have stories like that also that when they brought the Yerushalayim Dishkin, the, the Maril Dishkin, a copy of Chavos Rebbe Kivega. So he went through the first few Chavos. And then he said afterwards, okay, so you ask me Rebbe Kivega, there's no question, I'll tell you what he's going to answer. Now, how could they do that? And the answer is, it's the same you said. Once you understand the way someone else's mind works, so now if I, uh, I'm talking about super geniuses, I can do this very quickly, but the idea is the same idea. Once you understand the way that someone else thinks, so then I can work with that thing. This is how they're going to think. This is what they're going to say. And uh, maybe the power of them, they could do it very quickly. But even somebody who's not as gifted as they were. But if you learn a certain safer enough, if you learn a certain Mepharish enough, you get to their style. You get to see what, what, what the questions they're going to ask and where, is it, where, where, the, where, where the points they're going to emphasize and the, the, the kind of direction where they're going to go. And the best example of this I always say is Trivis Rashi, which is, uh, which is a very... This is Rashi talking. This is not, not the Rashi we know from the Gemara. It's Rashi in one of his chivas. It's a safe of Rashi's chivas. And the story behind the chiva was that there was a certain den in Gil Hikos Trefus where Rashi held it was Asr. And all the other Rabbanim of France held it was Mata. And the shiva is that Rashi's son in law, was writing to him to say that he had heard a rumor that after Rashi heard that all the other Rabbanim of France had argued with him, he had changed his mind. And he was, is that true? So Rashi's, the trouble we have is Rashi responding to his son-in-law about this question. So Rashi writes like this. Rashi says, it's not true. I didn't change my mind. And he says, didn't you know something? I'll never change my mind. Why? So Rashi says, because, listen to listen again, how much you can learn from Rashi. Rashi this is Rashi writing. Rashi says, he says, because the psak I gave wasn't my psak, it was the psak of Rabbi Negation Maragodin, and therefore it's not up to me to change. Okay, fair enough. But, this, the next line is, the, is the, the, the punchline. Rashi says, and even though I never heard of Gershon say this, so how can I tell you this is Rabbi Negation's psak? He says, but, libi o machshavti v'daytimi menu. The way I, trained, I got learned to think was from Rabbi Negation, and therefore I know he would have said it. And if that's the case, how can I change it? I know Rabbi Negation would have passed like this. An amazing Rashi. But what do you see from that? Exactly this is said. And that is that a person can train their mind based on someone else to think that this is how they're going to think. And therefore, Rashi can say confidently, I know Rabbi Nagashim will pass me like this. 
Now, if that's a Yisoyed, which means, I'm just giving examples from Acharyim, from Rishonim, but to the same Yisoyed, and that is, once we have this idea, and that is that a person's mind can be trained to think a certain way. You know, it's not necessarily the way I would have thought myself, but now that I learned from somebody else, and I've, wor- I've worked on trying to understand, you know, trying to train my mind to think how he thinks, so now I, I can I can, in some cases, even authoritatively say what he's going to say. I've, I've learned the way he thinks. I've learned what he's going to say in such a situation. If that's the case, yeah. No, where I don't information I don't know, I don't know. But the process of how to think that I can learn, and therefore, if I understand that this is the way that, uh, just think like the example I gave before, the Maril Diskin, when he understood this is the way Rabbi Kiva works. So then I'll see the Shaila who's asked a completely different in here, but now I can go through. Well, what would he bring as a right, and how would he ask the cash, and where would he bring a, uh, what, what, what would be the way he would balance it up, and as the, t- the, the, the skills of how to think, so that I can learn. No, I can't make up the information, of course not. But given the information that there is, how would a person process that? And therefore, if that's the case, if, if a person can do this uh, to somebody else, in other words, I can understand someone else's mind well enough that I can think what they would think, or I can try and work out what they would say, and I could even be right, because I understand the, the process of how they think. So then we have this history, and that is the basis of what we call of Limerater. And that is V'chol B'nayich Hashem. <coughs> is learning Torah is learning that's in the way Hashem thinks or at least Hashem shows us He wants us to think and if that's the case when a person has enough proficiency in Torah so he can, he can authoritatively say that this is what the Torah would tell you to do in this case <coughs> how do you know? how do you know? Now, we're, not, we're not making the information up but given the information we know what, how, how are we meant to process that information? how are we meant to come to a maskana? and if a person's trained their mind in Torah that's what the Torah says. What we call Das Torah. That's what the Torah says. I, I can, I can confidently say that based on the rules of how the Torah's logic works, or how the Torah uh, evaluates a situation, this will be the result. You know, often people ask, especially in the Kiruv settings, that why is the Gemara written in such a uh, such a complicated way? Why? Because the Gemara starts in one place. And now, if it was just be a question of bringing us information, so you want to bring us the different opinions, you want to bring us the proofs and arguments for and against, okay. You know, I could do it in a very mystic, a very organized, a very uh, clear way to do that. That's not what the Gemara does. The Gemara starts an argument, the Gemara is a raya, and now the Gemara chases the raya somewhere else, and it goes into a detour to explain something else. Then the Gemara comes back, and then the Gemara uh, you know, gets into a side discussion on a different point. And very often the Gemara drops the discussion altogether, it never comes back to it again, and you have to, what happened to it? Like, we've never got an answer. And, well, why did the Gemara do that? Why did the Gemara write things in a much more, so to speak, user-friendly, indexed, uh, clear, clear way of working? And in lots of cases like that, the Gemara starts here, goof, and the Gemara goes somewhere else. And then the Gemara talks about that so again. And then the Gemara asks a question, the Gemara doesn't have an answer, the Gemara doesn't, leaves it open. Why is the Gemara doing that? And uh, the answer is, and this is the biggest set, and that is that Ravashi understood that the, the reason why he wrote the Gemara in the first place is Ravashi understood that this was going to be the end of the period of time when Klai was going to be centralized. 
until then, Kaisho centralized in Israel or in Babel, uh, pr- primarily in Babel, and therefore there was a central yeshiva and there was uh, ability for everything to be decided in by all the Chachmah Yisrael in one place. But that was the end of Kaisho being centralized, it was the beginning of when Kaisho was going to start scattering all over the world. And if that's the case, there's never, it's not, if you want to try and record in some way the, all the information of the Torah Balpeh, there's no way you're going to write a big enough encyclopedia to include everything. Because, as we know, there will always be new questions which come up. And there will always be new situations which the Gemara can't address. It's Rechavim in a Yam. And if that's the case, how you, what are you going to do? How are you going to give people something which they, you've, you've given them the way to deal with future scenarios which you can't even imagine what they're going to be yet? And therefore, the answer to the question is, that's partial. You can't, you know, we're not providing a compendium of halachas which you can just look, you know, some reference and quickly find it in the index. The point of the Gemara is train a person how the Torah thinks. Train a person how to think. Because if they've learned enough and they understand how to think, then they can work it out themselves. Then they can work it out themselves. And therefore the Gemara's focus is not trying to give you clear halacha. And the Gemara's focus isn't trying to answer everything. The Gemara's focus isn't trying to tell you how to think. And therefore it's more interested in telling you is there a raya and isn't there a raya. And is that a good proof or can I be the of the proof? And other things similar than that similar, then rather than giving you the answer, because we're less interested in giving the answer to every question rather than showing you the way to process questions and how to think about them and, and what can you bring a raya from and what's a deal and what's not a deal. And can you bring a raya from the ratios or steer from the safer? And uh, wherever it's going to be, the Gemara is more interested in developing a person's thinking ability rather than just giving him the answers, which is why we said lots of times, it's famous that there are more times the Gemara asks questions and leaves them unresolved than the Gemara answers the questions. Because the Gemara was happy to leave it unresolved. All the Gemara wanted to do was show you that what, the Raya isn't a good Raya. Or the Raya, or the raya isn't conclusive and therefore you can't build on Raya's like that. Uh, yeah. 100%. The, Mishnah, the information we have from the Mishnah is primarily. The primary information we have is the Mishnah and the Brises. I agree. There are times when Chazal add, I mean, the Amaraim like Amachadish things and add new information to us but primarily the, the information of the Torah Shabbat there was in the Mishnah in the Mishnah and the, and the Tosefta most of the Gemara is, is explanation, ex, analysis and explanation and the point of the Gemara was to train us how to do that and if you see does the Gemara, the, the Gemara do that successfully 100% where do you see that? because the, the style was adopted by everybody you look at the uh, argument between Bali and Tosis, they argue the style of the Gemara. The rise they bring and the way they argue with the rise and the way they... Uh, is bad and you could have written it in the Gemara. They're taking the same style. And if you look in the Chivas Arashpur when he's arguing with the Rebbe's argument, it's exactly the same style. And if you look later on in the Akronim, and you look at the Chivas Arashpur or the Rebbe Kiva Ego or the Chasm Saif or whatever it's going to be, the style of learning and the style of trying to bring rise and trying to argue with the rise and trying to explain the story and trying to separate between the cases, it's all coming from the Gemara. You, we, they're using the Gemara's way of thinking. And just applying it to new cases. It, we, it's, it's the terms we're all used to. It's the same, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's lab dafka, it's a rai, it's not a rai. Bekitza, it's a continuation of the principles of learning which the Gemara gives us that we now can apply to any other case. And like I said, it's, it's, it's the, they didn't change. No one, if you look through all the huge sea of posting we've had since the time of the Gemara, no one invents a new way of thinking. No one invents, even if the Antony Chikigris Moshe, the Joseph Moshe Feinstein, he's also going with the Gemaras. And the same kind of logic as the Gemara. And it's a raya, and it's not a raya, and you can't be in the cases, and you can't be in the cases. 
the, the way of thinking is the same, which means. Sorry. No, logically means if something's in a linear thing, one plus one plus one plus one. But when how you differentiate between different cases, and how you what's a proof and what's not a proof, and can you mediate that and can't you mediate that, or whatever it's going to be, that's those are the, those are the tools the Gemara gives. And if a person learns that enough, then a person can do the same. And, the, and therefore, I said that before, Ravashi was more interested in was training people how to think in the Gemara's way of thi- the way to think, the way the Gemara wants one person to think, rather than just giving you the answers. Because if you know how to think, then you can apply that to anything. You can use that same principle of analysis in cases which didn't exist in the time of the Gemara. And if a person's confident enough that he's like Rashi was, then you can say, this is what the Gemara's Moskona would have been. Right? As if I'm clear that I'm using the, the way the Gemara analyzes something, so I'm clear, we're coming to the Gemara, this would have been a day. Of course, we don't say that, therefore we say, <coughs> but it's based on the understanding of that when a person has, has that dice of, of the Torah's way of understanding or way of learning something, so then what the way, they, the way that they're going to uh, approach something and come to Maskana is basically we understand this is what the Gemara would have done too. I'm just following the tools that the Gemara gave me. That's why the Gemara says in Gittin, uh, the Gemara is talking about a certain Amar. And the Gemara is uh, in Israel. There was discussion between a Yosef and a Bay in Babel, was this person an uh, Olam Khashav or not? And the Yosef says, no, he doesn't know a Brasa. He made a mistake, it was certain Brasa he didn't know. And a Bay answers him, he said, not knowing a Brasa isn't the end of the world. He said, he didn't make a mistake in logic. He said, if you would have made a mistake in how to think, then you would have been right in saying, he's not Olam, you can't trust him. The fact that he didn't know a price, and not everyone knows everything. And it's like a Yisait, which means if a person hasn't learned the style of how to learn based on the Gemara, so then you can say, I can't trust him. He, doesn't, he, hasn't, he, can't, he hasn't learned yet, uh, so to speak, adopted or developed the, 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 the mindset of Torah. If a person doesn't know something, okay, so you can learn that fact. So it's, not, it's not a steer on the person. But to make a mistake in how to think, that's a big problem. Because then a person hasn't properly absorbed the way to learn. Okay, that's in the side. And what am I getting to with this? This is something the Torah gives a person, and that is the ability to understand Ki'ilu the way Hashem understands. And now, in a certain sense, that's the closeness to Hashem which other things can't provide. Because again, we can do things, we can act a certain way, but Hashem doesn't act that way. Hashem is not a person, Hashem is not physical. The, the one thing that we do have which we can say is similar to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is the way we think. Because if Hashem gave us the Torah as this is the way Hashem thinks, so that's the case. So now well, there's something with which we can develop a connection which there isn't anything else. In other words, by mitzvahs it doesn't exist like that. Hashem is not doing the act we're doing. And therefore it's not that we can connect to Hashem because we're acting the same way. But so when it comes to Torah, that gives a person an, a way to connect to Hashem and get understanding. There's a, there's a level of understanding or thinking the way Hashem thinks, understanding the way Hashem understands. That, that creates... There's a level of connection which comes from Torah, a level of connection which comes from Torah, which doesn't exist in other mitzvahs. And Nefesh Chaim takes this, he said, one stage further. And he says that the people is thought that the point of learning Torah is Vekus. The point of learning Torah is to close to Hashem. And they ask the question, if that's the case, so then if I'm saying to Hilim and I'm saying about, no, I'm feeling certain words of Chashivas uh, or Ketkush or whatever, I understand. If I'm busy learning a Sugya, and the Sugya is busy discussing in money, like he has an argument, he doesn't have an argument. And it's like he has a Migo, he doesn't have a Migo. 
or you're talking about cases of uh, or things like that, which it sounds mundane. How does that connect you to Hashem? And Nev Shachayim's answer is that connection to Hashem isn't like a warm, fuzzy feeling. Like, you know, I feel good because I'm saying words like to Hilem and I feel connected. It's not, it's not an emotional thing. The connection to Hashem means that I'm learning to understand the, the way Hashem thinks. And therefore, being as we have a chalik in Torah which tells you the logic of Dine Mamanus, for example, then right now if I'm being misasik in, does this far make sense and doesn't it? Is that a tiny which is accepted in a in or not? And is that, then that's that's some refining my understanding of Hashem Chachma. And you that that's what we call connection to Hashem. Connection to Hashem means that I've now understand more the way Hashem thinks. I understand more the way Hashem thinks. And that's just an enigma. And Kavachem, it comes to Nista. When the Zara itself says that the person who learns Taras and Nista is much more connected to Hashem, because it opens up a whole new world of understanding how Hashem thinks. And as if there's a Torah on something, then the Torah is telling us the Chachma of Hashem. And if that's the case, if we want to know, not just how Hashem runs this world, which is the Torah and Nikla, but we want to understand the system and the Chachma of Hashem runs the spiritual world, so then understanding that Torah means that a person has more of a connection to the way Hashem thinks. And I can understand what he's doing. I can think the same way. And that's, that, that's something which is a gift. Because Ba'atsem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu us, listen, I'm getting, telling you what to do. I'm telling you it'll work. Don't ask questions. You don't need to understand. You don't have to see the whole picture. You don't have to understand why what you're doing makes a difference. Just do it. And around Hashem that it helps. And we can do it like that. You can do the mitzvahs and you can say, Hashem, you told us to do this. You know how this fits into the cosmic scheme of what you're doing in the world. And we just do what we told them. Shalom Yisrael. And that's fine. We're doing the mitzvahs completely, completely well that way and we'll get all the rewards for it. Behind if a person does a mitzvah and he says, I don't know why I'm doing this, but Hashem told me to do it. So that's something. Hashem knows why I'm doing it. There's no difference to uh, you have a person who's a let's say the architect of an enormous building project and he says no, okay, okay you, your job is to put 10 bricks in the row over there and he goes what, what am I doing what's it good uh, you don't understand you don't have to understand just do what I told you to do everything will be okay so of course people like that each worker does his job none of them have any understanding what's going on but they're just relying on whoever the architect is or whoever the, 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 the foreman is and he's thinking what to do he must see the bigger picture so I'll just do my piece and then rely on him it works out doing mitzvahs could fit in that category too and that is Hashem says you don't have to understand the world you don't have to understand what the effect of your doing is you don't have to understand the ramifications just listen I understand my world and I'm telling you do this and, it'll, and, it'll be, and everything will be okay okay I'll do it I'm told what to do I'll, be, I'll obey instructions I'll do it as far as, as, as playing my part fulfilling my role even being rewarded for it as far as mitzvahs go that's enough I did what I was told to do I, okay so I, I played my part in the project give me my reward that's fine that doesn't make a person more similar to Hashem because it just means I don't understand anything. I, I'm obedient to Hashem, but I'm not similar to Him. The concept of Torah means the more I see Torah, the more I understand the picture. And the more I can understand what Hashem is doing. And the more I understand what Hashem is doing, the more similar I am to Him, because now I, understand, I can look from His perspective, I can understand what He's doing. And now, not just in the negative world, I'm saying more than this, the world. If let's say a person understands what the effect of the mitzvah is in Shemaim, which is a big part of the Torah, Sanista. So it's not like a, a big, a random thing, do this and it'll have an effect and I'll just do it blindly because I've, I trust Hashem has an effect. I can see the effect it has. I understand what Hashem is doing. I understand why this is important and why it's making a difference. And I understand why Hashem wants me to do this and why it makes a difference. And I'm, the more I understand and the understanding is the Torah, the more I'm seeing Hashem's plan. The more I'm seeing Hashem's picture. And in the world of Nigla as well. So then it's not just random things which I, know, which I have to keep. The more I see how everything makes sense, how it fits together, and each thing explains everything else, and it becomes one major 
so to speak, a le- a worldview that incorporates everything in Torah. So the more I can see that, so then we made it, the more I understand how Kodesh Baruch is Chachma. Obviously, I'll never understand Hashem's Chachma completely, but the more that I do understand it, so then the more, the more I can relate to Him, the more I can understand what, what He's doing, the more I can understand uh, the oymek of how the Torah works, the more I can think the same way. And therefore, there's another le- element of Limerah Torah which surpasses every mitzvah. And that is the fact that a person can train his mind to understand Chachma Sashem. And the more a person has a clarity on it, on the Chachma Sashem, the more a person, firstly, we said, can now say, this is what Hashem would say in this situation. This is what Talacha would say, or this would be the Adas Torah, or this would be whatever, this, whatever the, the way of expressing it's going to be. Because a person's mind can be trained to understand in the framework of Torah. And that's why if the Torah is the Chachmus Hashem, then giving us the Torah is really giving us the opportunity to connect the Chachmus Hashem. And that is, otherwise, we shouldn't have to give us the Torah, we just give us the mitzvahs. And then the Chachmus Hashem would remain a complete secret, but we just know what to do. Giving us the Torah is a step above giving us mitzvahs. And that is, I'm also giving you the explanation. You can see the picture, you can understand it as well. And uh, therefore, besides the fact that you can apply it in new circumstances, that's the, the, the nigla application, there's a second side to it as well. And that is, you can apply it in Ruchnis. You can understand yourself what the, what, why, why Hashem said to do it. You can see yourself from Hashem's perspective what it's doing and why it's important. And we made it more than anything else that that's the third matter of the Emirate And that is that it's something which is Makari of a person to Akadish Baruch. It brings him to understand that he thinks the same way.